Hi, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Still kicking in 2023, gang. <laughs> you cannot keep a good bitch down. <laughs> you cannot. We're still here. We're 2022. <laughs> with 2022. <laughs> with 2023. With 2022. Yeah, yeah. But I said it wrong. Yeah. I noticed. I was trying to get some clarity. Due to a sort of dosing situation that <laughs> happened earlier. Um, Whoops. <laughs> we accidentally took a super dose tonight. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. You and I are, it feels like we are doing the butterfly stroke through hot fudge. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm Every word that escapes my teeth is a miracle right now. <laughs> I'm thriving, actually. And I've always said that. I've always said that. Um, we did not record since before Christmas, so yeah. we've got some catching up to do. we deserve a break, too. Yeah. I'm just a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but we watched this week The Banshees of Inisherin. Yes. Which I actually saw. List, keen listeners will remember. Mm-hmm. I think in like November or December. Mm-hmm. But Molly was like, since I just watched it and you watched it not and so I'm very so long ago. <laughs> and I was like, that is a great idea. It was because it is a noteworthy film. It's a noteworthy film. And it was, um, you know, famously the film that we broke in our new sound bar with. Um, <laughs> that is so silly. I agree. Tell, the, it was tell the folks uh, about your Christmas. You got a sound bar. We got a sound bar. Um, very exciting. A sound bar. A sound bar. <laughs> Craig's parents. Um, uh, very graciously gave us that. Um, <clears throat> what else? I got Craig a great telescope. Um, got some and good enriched, records, enriched all good of us. books. The, well, the the gift of note that Craig gave me and that Lindsay gave herself um, <laughs> is the Tashin National Geographic Europe. 125 years. I don't know the Boy, whole title. You want to talk about covening your neighbor's cow or whatever. <laughs> she brought this thing out and I was like, I can't live in a world where you own this and I don't for another minute. And I immediately placed an order, like which Christmas I then canceled. Day, you were like, this one's for mama. <laughs> which I ended up, um, I ended up like canceling the Amazon order that I'd made because it was like $88 from there. The fact, honestly, girls, it'd be worth five times that amount. Yeah. I would probably, I would probably pay upwards of 150 because I'm a dumbass. I love this effing book. I love a good photo book. God, this is such a good book. I, I think that might be the thing that I start collecting, like good photo books. Well, there's a guy I followed on TikTok for a while. I don't think I do any longer and it's no offense to him. <laughs> it was just like, this isn't Serving my, me. This right. is my jish right now. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a phrase? Yeah. My my jish? Jish. My jish. Get your jish. That's what it is. <laughs> if we know any gay Americans that can <laughs> sort of let me know what I said wrong here. New season of Drag Race is starting this Friday, which I'm hoping maybe means we'd like spend more time kikiing at Alguno. Yeah. Because that was watched in honestly so long. It's been a long time for me too. I don't think I've like paid full attention to a whole season since before 2020. Um, yeah, no. Me neither. Like that well, 2020 season that with Zoom Sherry Pie. Susan, I think Zoom Susan. <laughs> Zoom season finale. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh-oh, the dosing situation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That Zoom season. Yeah. Uh, with Aiden Zane. Oh, disgusting. Craig and I specifically headed out for that little freak. This, both of us were like, we can team up on We Hate This Dude. It was like, we, Craig and I had a pod of like four people. Yeah. Including Brooke. Uh-huh. And she'd just come over every Friday night. Watch Drag Race. We'd, walk, we'd order, like, to-go margaritas, because that was, like... Definitely. You the know. thing. That was, that was the moment. Can you believe this? Can you uh, still do that? 
I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of people, including myself, sort of pumped the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us did that. Uh, on alcohol. It's also more fun to drink a margarita in public on a patio, famously. Yeah. Now that, like, uh, drinking is not, like, a regular, regular mm-hmm, part of my mm-hmm. life. It's like, it's got to be part of the ambiance, you know? Yeah. It's this, well, I, I won't drink bad wine now because I don't have to. Right. Because exactly. I'm doing it about once Every few weeks, well, if that. And it should be, first and foremost, like, an extremely enjoyable aesthetic experience. Like, yeah. it should taste good. It should smell good. It should be, like, a lovely bottle. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not, or it's not worth it otherwise. Exactly. And that's fantastic. Isn't that great? Yeah. I like to have a high enough threshold for we that. We used to drink turlet wine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Truly. We'd shove it. Just pack it. Chuck. Why yeah. not? Can oh you believe we're going to get some Cab Sav and some Red Blend, which is just who knows what? I told you that we rewatched Bridesmaids <laughs> last night, and it yeah. really just underscored, like, my God, we were so poor. <laughs> Drinking so much turlet wine. and But we were talking about, we used to actually watch that with our friend group. like mm-hmm. All co- the time. All the time. We would just, like, have a little, like, happy hour get-together at our friend Jenny's house. And we it's just like so cute. Honestly, it's like little girls but grown up. Like yeah. we'd go to someone's house and be like, sweet, we're gonna hang out at and Jenny's watch a movie place after school today. And then we would like like drink a bunch of cheap wine and like eat a bunch of cheap cheese and watch movies. Yeah. And then we'd go home by like eight thirty. Early twenties, man. That was so maybe we were maybe we'd actually go home later than that. I think that's correct. I think yeah, we were a little more bit like later. Ten. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Remember, Those were we'd late be nights. like, who's bringing the goat cheese? I have a Gouda. Yes. It was very it was like cheap cheese. A very cheap cheese. Very poorly made cheese. We, did, we were not picking good cheese We then. didn't care. But I do remember one time, um, Fiona's mother-in-law had just come and made like a bunch of incredible Turkish food. And she brought... Oh, that was good. I she brought that. a bunch of it. There was some like eggy bread. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think about that eggy bread all the time. You know what else I think about was that um, pancake cake that they made for us when we had... They, Jenny yes. threw us a birthday party. Yes. That was so cute. <laughs> it was really cute. Man, those were some fun days. They really were. Um, what else what else have you been up to? Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. You know, been really moving around the house, cleaning things. Yeah. Went into the orifice for two days. Um SMH. Yeah. You know, you do it for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, but you know, I do like going downtown and then like because I have to do it so little now. Yeah. It feels um, novel. Yeah, it feels like, well, it'd be silly to be all the way down here and not go all the way across the other side of downtown to get something else that I want, you right, know? Right, right. While so, yeah. I'm down here. While I'm down here. So should I should go to Swedish Hill. Yeah, I swung by Intelligentsia. Yeah. Um, have you ever had the draft latte from Intelligentsia? I have not. <sighs> it's good. I have not done right by you. I don't even know if I know where Intelligentsia is. It isn't. It is the most inconveniently located place downtown. Oh no! Um, it's like Red River and like Third. Oh yeah. Uh uh-uh. It's where like do down you by park? the ballet. I illegally. Um, <laughs> it oh. says all these signs are like no, don't park. And you know I do what it. you should do is come with us to ballet on a Saturday. Saturday. Intelligentsia. And then like we'll park for ballet and then we'll go get us some coffee and then come watch the girls dance. Yes. That seems like a win. Yeah, count me in. I'm, it's so I'm down fun. whenever for that. Nine o'clock on Saturday mornings. Okay. It's a very cute way to start the morning. That'll get me up out of bed, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun little ritual. my own devices, girl. I slept until 1130 recently. Good for you. That made me feel bad, though. 
it, it is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it feels so good to wake up and you're like, oh, God, I'm the most well-rested a person has ever been. But then yeah. you've got this weird guilt. It's like, what are you, a degenerate? Like, why are you right, waking up this the day away? Yeah. God. Occasionally, Parker will be like, you know what? You need to sleep in. Treat yourself. And he did that a couple times recently because our youngest has had, like, a bunch of bad sleep. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, hit a rough patch. I don't know what's going on. But... um both times he said it in the last week where he's like, you should sleep in tomorrow. I'm like, great. And then I just can't. And I'm like, I can't, or I can't go to sleep. Like the other night I was like, I swear to you, I feel like I was awake until probably 4 a.m. Just laying there trying to go to sleep. And I'm sure that's not true. Like, I'm pretty sure I probably. Do you ever just get up and try to read when you do that? I have. I should do that. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, because I probably would have like abbreviated the whole thing, or mm-hmm. at least I would have like made progress on a book or something. Yeah. Um, but God, I was just like, I, like I think I probably was actually like drifting in and out of pretty light sleep, mm-hmm. and just it just felt like nothing. But I couldn't get into like that's that worse deep than nothing. Sleep. Sometimes, I, right? I don't want. I don't need these just, crumbs. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think I'm a pretty sleep. deep sleeper. Otherwise, like, yeah. Um, I don't even like have dreams very frequently i'm that like i'm deep deep asleep oh i have the most lynchian dreams really oh my god yeah the other day i, I had to like write down all of it because i was like now this is just rich with imagery <laughs> there's a lot going on here yeah oh speaking of rich with imagery can't wait to see where this is going i well first of all that book we were just talking about that yeah, european that Europe book the Man, it is book. so good it's so good I, I like sat my little ass in bed last night it's huge and i was like you know, scrolling through the pages. I got 116 pages mm-hmm. in and I just kept going, wow, what a damn book. I know. I love it. Um, but also I, speaking of high art, purchased the film Tar from the iTunes oh, store. that's right. Because you were I was, catching all kind of tar eggs. Girl, there was so much more in it. You were so right. Watching it a second time, I'm probably going to watch it a third. You would not believe how easily it became a part of just like, I'll just throw tar off <laughs> while, I, while I clean. Why what? not? <laughs> you know what? Because it's so vibey. Like there's hardly, there is plot. But it has the same thing that, that Notes on a Scandal has for me too. Yeah. Okay. I see. I need to rewatch like, it. You know? Yeah. It's and, like a slow burn. Yeah. Leading to kind of like a sudden conclusion. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I, Parker and I had gotten ourselves all excited. Like, he was like, you know what we should do? We're going to watch Tar tonight. We're going to make spaghetti or, I mean, what did we order? I mean, we ordered really good food. I don't know. We had Thai food. That's what it was. And then our oldest, like, puked. <laughs> like, right as we were about to eat our food. All over the place. We had to, like, clean everything up. I mean, it was all, it was everywhere. And we finally get settled down to watch the movie. And then she, like, we hear her on the monitor. And she's like, help. And I'm like, oh, no. She puked again. It's like, this is disgusting. And we finally sat down. And Tar kind of, like, cleansed the aesthetic experience of having to interact with vomit. (sighs) And, um... But we only watched half of it because it's a two and a half hour film. It's a long film. And it could be 12 as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, where's that director's cut? <laughs> I want the tar director's cut. Um, but there, you had mentioned like how some conversations, that especially at the beginning, it's kind of like, it feels like it takes a while to orient yourself into their world and who all the characters are mm-hmm. because they don't write it in a way that's full of exposition yeah. for you as the audience, um, which I loved because I think... I think exposition is, like, my biggest... Oh, it drives me insane. It drives me nuts when it's, like, clumsily handled. Yeah. It takes me out of the film completely. And so this one doesn't give you any of that. So you're just like, 
cool. I don't know who any of these people you're talking about are. Like, when she has lunch with Simon, what's his face? Uh, Mark Strong's character. Yeah. Is it Simon Elliot? Elliot. Um, you're like... I had to look up, like, who's Andrus? Right. Who yeah. are you talking about? You know? And then you get... Once you get further in, you know who all these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there were some really kooky imagery choices like weird flash shots that I hadn't seen before. God, it's good. It's a Kate Blanchett. What, I mean, what do you say? (sighs) What do you say? What is there to say? I just feel like this is like the sleekest she's ever looked. It's, and this character is so well realized. Like, so she is that character. You know what I mean? Like the, I was looking at even like Lydia's hairstyle is so like, it's like, Ex- Almost a mullet. Yeah, but not it's quite. like exactly what you would expect of this kind of person, though. Yes, you know, like the the dork ass orchestra girls that I knew when I was growing up, mm-hmm. all had some kind of version of that hair. You know, where it was like longish for no reason because you're not yes. doing anything with it. You're just like reminding me of like a certain kind of person. Yeah, like we talked about this, just the unctuousness. Yes, of orchestra kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I God, mean, there's something. Oily. Oily. <laughs> Middle school. That's they what it is. They all were like, they all came, I feel like they all had an, an aura of like crunchy parents yeah. in a way that was like not fun. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, actually I had a couple of, when I was in eighth grade, because I did it until, I did it until eighth grade in school and then, so fifth through eighth. And then I kept playing the violin for another couple years. But um, the... My eighth grade orchestra, there were like a couple of like kind of punky kids, and I remember being like, "You need to choose what matters to you: is this an orchestra <laughs> or is it Blink One Eighty Two? You know, I was like, <laughs> um, not really, but I just like had beef. I like had a weird t- beefish relationship with one of those guys because he was so gross, and he just like made the most disgusting comments, and I was like, I thought that this was a civilized class, you know? I get that, though, because you, know? you expect a little more decorum in orchestra. Right. It's like, definitely... You need to go join band if you want to act like that. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends were band kids, though. Yeah. Like, what does that say? You know? It's like, I suddenly, I went to the dark side. I decided that blue humor was for me. You did. I wanted to be <clears throat> to a woman a de- of the people. To a degree. <laughs> to a degree, not really. Actually, that's the thing about band. Like, most of the band kids that I was really good friends with were, like, just really good kids. I don't know, man. Like, exactly the kind of people, the kind of teenagers that you want to have when you're yeah. a parent. Because it's, like, it's a more or less responsible kid, pretty kind. Except for the horny ones. But, well, see, that's those were not the ones that I was very no. close with. My <clears throat> my band friends would always be like, you would not believe oh, what no. I learned I, about this person. I remember a couple of details, finding out about, like, band kids um, and uh, drill team or co- specifically color guard as well, girls. The, the things that they would get up to with band boys. I was always like, people our age are doing this. Is this so? It is crazy Could to this think be about. So, and also just so unhygienic. I think you know that not I for nothing, just, girl. Not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just such a true um, Puritan to my core, <laughs> and uh, and I just love to judge other people's decisions. And if I'm being honest, <laughs> no, I was about to say I'm truly like a, a late bloomer. Oh yeah, I think in every way. Yeah, like to me the. Like, I think even as a teenager, I was like, it would be inappropriate for me to have a sex life. 
Right. That's for adults. That's for grown people. (laughs) (laughs) That's their concern. Now is an important time in my life to focus on watching TV. And I think that's actually so healthy. Yeah. I, you know, to each all they own and God bless. Yeah. Because we got, we got there eventually, you know? Yeah. Actually got married quite young. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, please. You know? Yeah. It's just that I didn't feel that high school boys deserved my time we're really yeah exactly we're really worth it for for me my mom always was like she would be like do you tell me about guys you like or whatever and I'd be like I don't there's just Listen. it's just not giving what it needs to give and she thought I was just being like overly picky and then they came to a um it was the thing Miss Cashin did our U.S. history teacher where you did like that wax museum project you know yeah I was uh Florence you did Can't this remember. again in like 10th grade? 11th grade. Yeah. Florence, I don't remember. Nightingale? She, not her. A really boring Florence. She was like helpful, but she, I'll look it up. She did like child labor laws. She's like one of the people that was like, we're going to have those, um, oh which boy. is cool. But like she lived in like the Gilded Age, which is just kind of like not really that interesting to me. Edwardian type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so... Um, but she came to that night because there was, like, a parent presentation. And she was like, okay, you're right. I yep. get it. I get it. These the boys in are particular <laughs> are sort of an unusual crop, I would say. Yeah. God, I mean, the thing about this and, you know, personal detail about where I'm from, but the woodlands high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the boys that went there mm-hmm. were very old men when yeah. i was there yeah they dressed as if they had a tea time after work <laughs> no golf polos and whatnot yes that's gross so like if i were to develop a crush it would have been on like um well not if the ones yeah. that i had were yeah. always very uh artsy yeah pseudo hipster boys yeah of which i had maybe five in any grade to choose from right right you know that's right you're right you did have a really narrowed because we had huge classes i had 1200 people in my graduating class and you had like 900 yeah yeah but like it gets narrowed down for you by Very by virtue quickly. of how you want to identify Very yourself quickly because it, you know i was like media poisoned so i was also right. like i have to you know sort of like D choose my trope for high school will <laughs> she really, be pretentious you really do kind of but it's like a weird little nebulous thing where you like pick up different different attributes kind yeah, of as you like move trying along on identities yeah it's so fun i didn't see i didn't show any dynamism at all in high school though it was oh. like i'm an old crank Oh, through and through. You had, like but, become friends with new people, like no, senior no, year. No, I did. Well, I did. Yeah, I did have different like sort of friend groups. I guess I got really goofy. Let me take that back. Yeah. In ninth grade, I was definitely depressed because I yeah. just like had to swap schools a bunch, and also yeah. my grandpa did a pretty unchill thing that sort school, of like feeding patterns, family. not in the middle of the school year, but they moved your your feeder pattern around. Yes, for yes, schools. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they chose my feet. Yeah, wasn't you so. particularly being moved to say an alternative school or not? <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Wanted to clarify that Lest for the audience. Any, yeah, so we lived in a neighborhood where it was like I would go to a school, make a bunch of friends, and then they would move. They you would to go a different... to one school, and I would go to the other, and that happened like three times. It sucks so bad. So by the time I got to high school, I was like, I know nobody. So did most of Glenlock go to Wilkerson, and then only some of y'all go to Collins? most of Glenlock? Yeah, went to. 
Yeah, I guess it was Wilkerson. Wilkerson. And then I went to Collins, and then most of Collins went to Branch Crossing. Uh huh. And, and you went, I to, went Knox, to Knox, which and is then hell most on of earth. Knox went to College Park, and I went to the Woodlands High. Oh my God, um, that really did happen to you, back and forth and back and forth. Yes. Wow. Yes. That sucks. Yeah, but I did. You know, were there people from your previous? There were always a few, sort of. So, like, my friend Skopak and I went from Collins to Knox together. Yeah. I still keep up with her. Yeah. You know? I mean, you survived something. I haven't chatted with her in a while, but I saw her in New Orleans a few times. Um, Y'all really lived through something together. More buddies. about that. I was like, man, I've known her for, like, 20 years. I don't have a single bad thing to say about her. Isn't that great? Delightful person. Um, I love when you have those longtime friends. Yeah, me too. Like Courtney. It was so good to see her. I was like, I've known her since 2001. 21 years. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's so weird. Since (gasps) (gasps) 9-11. It was like that year. What a wild year. What a a wild year. I've always said that. I've always said that. Um, What were we talking about? Oh, okay. Anyway, high school, ninth grade was like definitely uh, giving Eeyore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> giving Eeyore. But I think in 10th grade, I started to get pretty fun. Yeah. I was kind of a fun girl around that time. You were, like, um, very, like, and I mean this positively, Diablo Cody core. Oh, to... You know what I mean? To the max. Yeah, yeah. To the max. Yeah. It was giving lots of witticisms. It was giving witticisms. It still, it still is, though. <laughs> well, I respect Diablo Cody. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've never seen that one... What is that? Did she do... Jennifer's body. She did do Jennifer's body. Um, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine that you haven't seen it. <laughs> it's fine. And honestly, like when I've rewatched Juno, I'm like, why are we talking like this? And some of these those scenes, but then like, it was the moment though. It was the moment. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Boy, that aged like milk. You know, it's not funny some people anymore. Still really like it. I just think it's a um, moment in time. There are some line deliveries that were so good though. Like, I mean, wow, funny. dream big. <laughs> Do you know? know? I yeah. love that. Wow, dream big. It did have the queen in it. What's her nets from our girl, our tall girl. Alison Janney. Alison Janney. Yeah, tall uh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> the name of a film on Netflix, Opposite Tall Girl. JK Simmons too. Hot. I love JK Simmons. That's a good-looking old man in my estimation, yes, that's but, he, a very, but he would be for me. <laughs> kind of the trajectory that Craig is on. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's funny that they were. I wonder if those two have been in more films together because they had. That's a pretty good chemistry. Yeah, they did. They're on, they're on a similar similar wavelength to me. Similar, <laughs> similar. <laughs> Jennifer Garner in that movie. Jennifer Garner. Jason Bateman. He was kind of the moment too. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, he's never really done anything to offend me, but I. Well, I guess sort of that whole mess with our girl Lucille. Um, apparently, oh, right, right. They right. were like, she was like, I told each and every one of these little shitheads. That Jeffrey Tambor was being such a dick to me, and they all said, "You're gonna need to get over it." Ah, dude, Jeffrey Tambor, yikes, yikes! And in one of your all-time favorite shows, yes, he is. But <laughs> we pulled up thirty seconds of Transparent because last I week. I had to like <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know what kind of like looks cool to me is like that sort of plywood look. Here. And I knew I was like, say no more. You mean Alia Shawcat? <laughs> Alia Shawcat's apartment in season four of Transparent. Got it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's a good apartment. It is a good apartment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like there should be more shows about like Judaism. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. 
And um, oh, there was some. And I'll go on record about that. There was some interesting stuff in Tar also about she. Oh God, she was so. She's so over the top. Like watching it again and hearing like remembering Matt Rogers saying like she is a parody of a kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like one of the questions he asked her about like Leonard Bernstein who. By the end of the movie, I'm like, did Leonard Bernstein actually mentor her, or did she just watch hella of his videos? Yeah, I don't think he mentored her. She is the saddest person to have ever existed. <laughs> or really more, like, she she built this fantastical life for herself, and all she had to do was not be a monster. Yeah. And she couldn't do it, you know? No. Wow. Um. Anyways, but she's like... You know, Lenny believed in the concept of teshuva, and I was like, I'm gonna have to look this concept up. <laughs> Judaism is cool. When someone says there's a Jewish concept, I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> I want to hear more. <laughs> Please. Yes. I think it's great. I do have that big book of like the Rabbi uh, Nachman's stories I haven't yeah. read yet, but yeah, cool. It's supposed to be very cool. Interesting. Stuff. What do we? That came up because of one of our podcast episodes recently. I thought, oh, a serious man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Great movie. I love Judaica in film. I do too. Um, you know. And in television. Yeah. Period. <laughs> and in television. And in television. Um, should we talk about something that is not at all Judaica, but is in fact rather Catholic? Yeah. The oh, Banshees yeah. of Inisherin. The Banshees of Inisherin. Actually, there's really no Catholicism in it either. It's just Ireland. They go to they, they do go to church. And there's that Mary that's like at the crossroads. Yeah, that's right. Which that's I thought right. was so, like an an interesting set shot. detail. Wow, a very simple film, simple plot, quiet, simple setting, very quiet. But God, I love watching these two act I opposite really each other. I really liked this movie. I dude. did too. It felt so. Um, God, I loved the set. Yeah. Oh my God. I know these houses were so. Um, cozy mm -hmm. it kind of we had just watched that other one uh, with florence Pugh, the wonder where it's like these like they look very well i'm sure they are hand built like but like by one person like there's yeah. not much going on with these little shacks but they look so cozy and um also ireland is gorgeous wow they um wow so i you remember a few years ago and i guess if you've been listening since the beginning you might remember this phase of mine where i like read all of martin mcdonough's plays, plays. yeah not all of them but i read a lot of them yeah um how many has he written um i don't know well, I'll have to count in a second so but this, i read did this feel like very in yes, keeping with his there were two that were also set in like like small desolate yeah. Irish towns there's the cripple of Inishmon okay okay and it's a very similar uh, title yes and the the lieutenant of Inishmore <laughs> the lieutenant of Inishmore I remember more because it was like set uh in the 90s and it was like an IRA dark comedy okay interesting um, happy to lend you yeah, I do have copies I would love to read so yeah, and then he went for the hat trick with the Banshees of Inisherin. What a goofy individual! Truly, he is with Phoebe Waller Bridge, which I think is what you would call a power couple. I would in the playwriting space have to agree. If I recall correctly, doesn't Martin McDonough kind of like look like Sting? I think you're right. He is definitely very Gen Excellence. I think. Yeah. Um, he. Uh, so basically, this film is two guys. Uh, mm -hmm. What are they? I don't even know the characters' names. One's Colm, right? Colm and, and Patrick. Patrick. Like basically Patrick, but yeah. And then like his name was in Gaelic, I guess. But it was like I think it would be Sullivan, but it was like Sullivan. Yeah. You know, we watched it with the captions. Oh, on. definitely. 
Definitely. Um, what was it? You were saying something. Sunny. Sunny. Call me, call me Sunny Larry. Sunny Larry is how they were saying it. Yeah. God, it's... Irish spellings are wild to me. Not so. Like, sometimes I will look at the pronunciations and I'm like, I'm not even going to try. No. Like, I'm going to have to. Like, Barry, is it Keegan? Is it Kean? Is it Kilkeefen? Mm-hmm. How do you say that kid's name? Oh, well, we need to talk about him regardless. Yeah. He's so... What's what's his deal? Wrong with him? <laughs> you know what's crazy is I saw a fan cam of his. Like... Yuck. On, on Twitter, <laughs> like, a year ago. I think maybe the Gen Z girls like him. They do... And I will say that in his not, like, in his red carpet photo, his, like, thumbnail, I'm like, oh, he's kind of striking looking. But he always plays such a weird little freak. <laughs> and there's no other way to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, by always, I mean this and Green Knight. So always. The two things I know him from. Yeah. I felt like he, God, he was so menacing in the Green Knight. So menacing. Um, Everything was kind of like menacing. I'm going to watch that movie again soon. Yeah, me too. You can trust. You better believe that. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Uh, it felt like he, in this one. Oh, it felt like he was like shouting all his lines. Mm, yeah. I don't know if that was like intentional or not. Yeah. He seemed drunk to me the whole yes. time. And I oh think that. Oh my God. The thing with his dad was so gross. So yucky. Wow. This movie. Okay. So the plot is pretty, it's, it's honestly just kind of following a couple of these people in this little town, but the central kind of drama animating all of it is that Colm played by Brendan Gleeson just stops talking to his best friend, Patrick, all of a sudden. <laughs> and bless you. Thank you. And this town has what? Well, you can't even really call it a town. It's like a random... Probably a hundred people talk. It is so small. So it's like to find someone that you're like friendly with, You got that's your friend forever. You, mm-hmm. you, you mean, you can't... And he doesn't give a reason. He's just like, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. You're kind of boring. He does say you're boring. Yeah. And Patrick finally is like... He keep, keeps trying to like make things Colm. right like yeah. make Colm come around and Colm's like no I don't want to talk to you don't talk to me and <laughs> he's, he's like I have to focus on my music <laughs> right uh and you talking all the time is getting in the way of that so I'm right. sorry but I'm choosing my music and it's like not even what he was writing was that no impressive. it wasn't good <laughs> but um he finally tells Patrick that the next time he talks to him he's going to cut off a finger and throw it at his door and Patrick's like you aren't going to do that. And like talks to him again. And then Colm throws the next day you hear like a big old on the door and it was a finger. And what sucks is a bloody finger. Both of the times that he talked to him, like they were pretty good conversations. So it's like, so you feel so bad for Patrick because he's getting jerked around emotionally so much. Exactly. And he's like, he really has this like hang dog puppy dog look about him in this movie. We are like, this poor guy. Yeah. And like, you know, I, you and I were saying, I do think that if someone is boring, it's like, <sighs> I really don't have patience for that. Yeah. Um, sorry to boring people everywhere. <laughs> but like, I can't, I don't know. I feel like if you're, if a conversation is like not fun, then it's I'm just like, I don't want to be here. I can't keep doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I get that, but it's also like, but y'all live in such a small town. Like, right. don't live in a small town if you want to be choosy about your company. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you're gonna get what you get and you don't throw a fit uh-huh um but yeah his sister also they mm-hmm. just seem to have inherited this house i don't know why they have to sleep in the same room it doesn't really seem like it needs to be that way it seems like i think they had like just a loft area for their beds is what i thought hmm. and i also suspect the cold element of it oh like the heat rises so they had a fire downstairs like it might warm the loft area for them gotcha and then also having another warm human in the same small spaces you would probably keep it warm that would just be my guess but they sleep on little twin beds like opposite each other siobhan yeah i think is such a pretty name it is a pretty siobhan um but yeah i mean stuff happens the Brendan gleason ends up cutting his entire whole whole deck the entire set of them. Everything. Enti- what a delicate figure set. <laughs> <laughs> but then Colt, like, oh man, it's so sad. Trigger warning on donkey dying in this yeah. movie. That was so sad. Yeah, a pet donkey. A pet donkey dies. Anyway, it all sort of shakes out pretty sad. I, yeah, <laughs> it is kind of, but it's like, I didn't leave the movie feeling like bummed, you know? Yeah. It was just kind of like, huh. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like an interesting slice of life. Yeah. It feels like a folktale almost. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, like, Irish folktales, you're like, what was that ending, girl? (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, then. it's like, it's some silly little little life nugget for you. Yeah. That's true. Sometimes life is like that. (laughs) Like the friend that cut off all ten fingers just to... Who among us has not had this happen? Right. Raise your hand if you've heard we this. We all know. This is a documented experience. Um, Gosh, the Irish are sad, aren't they? Yeah. It's, it's a sad little place. It's a sad little place, it's isn't so it? so quiet. Um, I mean, I think it's like they probably got a lovely... And I can say that because I'm Irish. Yeah, Irish-American. Um, no, so what are we... Well, next week is the 200th episode. Oh, boy. So are we watching a movie for it, or are we preparing documentation? I think that we're actually going to Looking be, back. <laughs> it'll be sort of a retrospective. Yeah. Um, I think that sounds good. Yeah. Like, we could do, like, a... I, we're, we're noodling with some different formats. I won't spoil anything. 200 episodes of this. 200. My God. Hours and hours and hours of us just yammering <laughs> on about whatever, because it's our podcast. <laughs> I'm not being paid here. Right, exactly. As we've said. Um, so, uh, do you have anything else you want to say about Banshees of Inishirin? Absolutely not. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I actually, let me do say this. Yeah. Let me do say this. Let me do. Um, we didn't even say it's 1920s. It is, in fact, a period in fact, piece. Um, but it could be... 1923, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, because the, the, the Civil War is it's sort of raging kind of just across the, yeah. the water. I thought that... A lot of Colin Farrell's clothes were really cute. Very cute. I also thought his sister's clothes were very cute. Yeah. Um, and I thought that their home was, like, co- very cozy. Like, yeah. homey. Um, everything was very simple, but it I was, like, I like Brendan sweet. Gleeson's house, though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah it was walls. cool. It was kind of fun. It was cool. Um, God, what a what a squirrely little character wild. his character was. Reminded me of Grandpa. So much. I think that might be the finger thing. Yeah. Our grandfather, in addition to... Just everything else. In addition missing, to everything else. <laughs> was missing uh, a healthy portion of his ring a finger. A whole knuckle. An entire his, knuckle of his ring finger. Was it his ring finger or his middle finger? Maybe. I think it was middle finger. I just asked Dad. It might be ring. stumped off at that point because and he, he kind was of stealing, like had a little heart shape. Yeah. He was stealing railroad ties. Can you believe... Like, the lumber? Is that, the, is that what that is? Yeah, I think so. Or, why, no. would, why would an individual do this? 
Dad had a good and compelling reason that we should ask him about next time we... Because my father, as a child, was there to recover the finger. <laughs> Which they were not able to reattach. Sometimes Dad will just start to say some things, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that was the childhood you had, and then you gave me the one I had. <laughs> So I'd like to know sort of what happened in between there to allow that to happen. I had such an absolute cakewalk of a childhood. So I wanted for nothing. Yeah, a nice, beautiful suburban home. Yeah. Peaceful, quiet neighborhood. Man. Boy. Things, things were different in the 60s and 70s, I feel. Things were different, um, certainly. So, okay, yeah, next week, uh, there's no homework for anybody. Oh. There's no homework. No homework, Just girls. come ready to talk about your feelings <laughs> as a fan. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Uh, y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye.